I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. And I had this whole thing planned. Like I brought a little clipboard for my scene, worked it out with my acting coach. And then like the casting people were like, no, just throw it all away. Hello world and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If this is your first week tuning in, this is a show where I speak to fellow actors about their journey in the entertainment industry and make them share a couple bad audition stories with me. This week on the show, we have Emelina Adams. You may know her as actually the face of Guest by Marciano. Um, but she's also in the new Brad Pitt film Bullet Train and we talk all about it. So here is my conversation with Emelina. And welcome to the show, Emelina. Thank you so much for having me, Jillian. Thanks for coming on. I'm so excited to talk to you. You are in um, one of the biggest new films this year. But before we get to that, um, we have to go and talk about what got you into acting and how you found your passion for this crazy world. I know. I think it was something I've always wanted to do from a really young age, but I was too scared to go after it. It didn't seem like it was something I could actually do. And Mm. I was scared to do it. I was scared to move to LA. And my parents were like, very pro like you're gonna go to college you're gonna Mm. be a doctor or a lawyer so 
I did go to college. I went to the University of Arizona and I got my degree in pre-law and psychology. Wow. But I knew in the back of my mind, <laughs> thank you, um, that I was like, I'm going to move to LA after. And so I did get my degree, but I like, I started taking acting classes when I was young and like I was in theater for a little bit. I played piano. Like I was always in the arts, but I moved to Los Angeles five years ago and I mm. really just went hard with it. I started taking acting classes, improv, on camera, scene study, and I've been modeling for like 12 years now. Wow. And I didn't know how to get into acting. And I was like, well, modeling's kind of like a step in that direction. So that's why I got into modeling. And that's why I got into beauty pageants as well, because mm. I read that like Holly Berry and Michelle Pfeiffer and some of the biggest actresses they got their start by doing beauty pageants. So I thought maybe that could be for me too. Wow. Um, so how did you, you got into modeling 12 years ago. How did you find your way into that world? Did you just start submitting to agents and figuring it out? Or what was that like for you? Yeah, it was so like, I didn't know what to do. Um, I like when I was younger, I went to like this this place called like John Robert Powers. I don't know. Oh yeah, know. totally. Yeah. <laughs> I did that when I was young and I took acting classes, but they also had like, like a modeling side too. And they taught you how to do like runway and like posing and stuff. So I did that. But once I turned 18, um, I just started submitting to like local modeling agencies mm. in Vegas. And I started doing like the trade shows like Magic and CES and all those big ones that like come to Vegas. And then I started doing print stuff and I did promo stuff. I was like a monster energy girl. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I've literally <laughs> done everything you can think of. I was a ring girl for Tecate. Oh like, I've done it all. <laughs> and here I am. I'm modeling for like my dream company, which is Guess. Like, that's, Yeah, I mean, like, huge. That's yeah. massive. Thank you so much. Yeah, I've like always wanted to be a Guess girl. And I've been working with them now for like two and a half years. Mm. And I love them. They've been such a blessing. You know, we really only talk about um, acting auditions on here, but I, I would love to hear what the process was for you to become a guest girl because I, I don't even know what that looks like. Yeah, I know. It's so it's so crazy. Like, I have always told every agent I've been with, I'm like, I want to be a guest girl. I want to model for guests. I feel like I have, like, that guest look. Like, every guest model is just, like – it's like a real woman. Like they mm -hmm. like they love curves. They don't want you to be really skinny. Like yeah. which I love. Like they embrace like a, a natural, beautiful, a full body, regular well, woman. Yeah, which is awesome. Like they encourage you to like eat pasta. Yeah, great. <laughs> Just really well over there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I didn't know how, but I was like, I'm gonna do this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how can I, how can I do this? And so no agent ever reached out to them for me. Mm. I reached out to one of the guest photographers, um, Josh Ryan. He shoots a lot of the guest campaigns. Wow. And I was like, I would love to do a guest inspired shoot. Like, is there, like, can we do that? And 
and he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to like, I can't guarantee any work for you, but like, let's see how we work together. And then like, if things go well, like maybe I can refer you. And so I was like, okay, even if I don't become a guest girl, like I'm going to have amazing images because he's like an amazing photographer. Like I love him. He's like such a really cool guy to work with too. And so the shoot was amazing. I love the pictures. And he sent the pictures to Paul Marciano. He's like one of the co-founders. Yeah. Of- <laughs> As <laughs> was my trying- jaw drops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I didn't become a guest girl that way. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this sucks. But I'm like, I'm not going to give up. And so I DM'd Paul Marciano on Instagram I sent him the pictures. I said, hey, like, I would love to be a guest girl. This is my dream, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. It sits in there for, like, over a year. Oh, my God. Finally, one day, he must, I guess he saw my message, and he went through my Instagram and liked some really old photos, and he messaged me back and was like, how tall are you? Can you come to the guest headquarters? On Tuesday at 11 a.m., I remember <laughs> it was right before my birthday, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, yes!" And I like went down to the guest headquarters, and it's it's like a mini movie lot downtown yeah. in Los Angeles, and like it's all gated. There's like Studio One, Two, and Three with security, and like big buildings with like all the iconic black and white guest photos, and it was just like, such a dream. And I met everyone the whole team they gave me a tour and he was like wow like you're so much more beautiful in person like you remind me of Sophia Loren I'm gonna book you right away to shoot Marciano next week and this is right before the pandemic and I was like working every single week until the pandemic happened which was it was like such a blessing in disguise um because I was like oh my gosh like I don't know what I'm gonna do but I, I've worked with them every single month since I started there. So Okay, <laughs> let's like give some major snaps for you legit just going after it and getting it yourself and saying, I'm not waiting. Because that is like the number one thing you have to do in this industry is advocate for yourself. You can't wait around for someone else to like present you an opportunity. You have to go out there and break it down. And girl, you did. And now you're a guest you. girl. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, seriously. I feel like I, like you can't wait for agents. You can't wait Mm -mm. for an opportunity. Like if you want something, you have to be persistent and go after it. Like I have another funny story about trying to like get into guests that before that too, (laughs) I don't know if you want to hear it or not, but it was just, it's so funny. Like I was so persistent about it. Like I just wanted it so bad and it finally happened and it, it paid off. It does pay off. Persistence is key in this industry. I mean, you have to you have to really want it. And that's why I tell people when they're like, well, maybe I'll try modeling or maybe I'll try acting or maybe I'll do this. I'm like, if you don't really want it, if you're not going to bust down doors to get it, do not get into it. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And you can't let other people like say no. Just because one person says no doesn't mean everyone else is going to say no. Mm-hmm. Like I have dealt with so much rejection in 12 years, like, I still deal with it all the time. Mm-hmm. Never hear back from um, auditions or castings or opportunities or I'll get put on hold. It's crickets. No one no one yeah. even tells me. I, I didn't get it. And no. I wish I 
would say that. Don't you hate are, that? You get yeah. put on in a veil and then you just don't hear anything. So then you're like, oh, well, I guess I can be free this week then. And I don't have to put that on hold anymore. Okay. Yeah. Like, thanks. What's up, guys? Thanks so much. <laughs> well, let's get to how you got into the acting side of things. So your first big TV role was 13 Reasons Why. So tell me a little yeah. bit about that. That show is great. Oh my gosh, I know. I love that show. And this is this is actually like funny too. So right when I got to LA, I was like so hungry to just like work and like to make something happen <laughs> myself. And I had an agent at the time, but I self-submitted for this mm. on Actors Access. Like it was not um like it didn't say 13 Reasons Why in the breakdown. It said like sound view because they're trying to be all like confidential. Right. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. And the role said escort. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be an escort. No, I don't want to be a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whatever. I'm just going to self submit for it, anyways. And then um, I get an audition for it. And then I did the audition with my acting coach. And he was like, oh, wow. Like, this is this is 13 reasons why I was like how do you know and he's like because the the producers and I was like oh my gosh yeah it is 13 reasons why like this is so cool mm. and they wanted like a local hire for that and I ended up just sending a self-tape in like right away I sent in two different takes and they the casting director got back to me literally like I feel like the next day and was wow. like okay, like like do you have an agent like <laughs> are you local and I was like oh my gosh and so I sent it to my manager and then they put me on a veil and my manager was like well it doesn't mean you're booked it could be between you and like two other girls Mm -hmm. like so I've like learned in this industry like I cannot get my hopes up like that no unfortunately I used to be so optimistic like oh my gosh like this is gonna be life-changing but (laughs) I don't like that anymore um, but I ended up booking it and I filmed for like three or four days up in Northern California mm-hmm. and it was so fun. I got to work with the whole cast and everyone was so nice and it was like the prom. Oh, episode. fun. Yeah. And I got to be, um, Zach or Ross Butler's like date to prom. Oh, yeah. And it was just, it was fun because I was literally there with like everyone and I feel like I like got to hang out with them. So was that cool. the first time that you experienced a, a bigger set? Um, so back, back in like 2000, maybe 15 or 16, mm-hmm. I was like featured on Ballers. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And they were filming in Las Vegas. And I'm from Las Vegas. And I have a Las Vegas agency. And they booked me on that. And I was, like, right behind the rock in the scene. Oh, fun. Cool. And it was, like, at the Cosmopolitan. That was a really cool experience, too. But that the 13 Reasons Why, like, that was so many people. Like, they had so much background. Mm-hmm like prom and we're like at a high school and everything so it, it was huge and it was really pretty it was like a, like an old train station for the prom that's that so really, cool yeah. it was really fun I love that never forget that so let's talk about your new movie um which you know it's not just a little movie it's a big movie uh bullet train <laughs> with Brad Pitt I mean 
what the heck, lady? Tell me everything. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so crazy. Um, I got this, a self-tape audition from my Las Vegas agency, which is so cool because they've, like, grown so much since Mm. I started them. So it's so cool to see them now. They're, like, getting me opportunities in this reach and like I booked my two biggest movies with them this one and then I have another one called like back on the strip but um my audition was like I had to improvise a scene Mm. where I'm convincing my lover to leave his married wife for me oh direction there's no script again they're trying to be super like confidential and like secretive and I, again, I sent in two different takes. I did it with my acting coach and I booked it off of my self tape, which is so awesome. Love um, that. Yeah, I'm like, wow, people actually do watch the self tape. <laughs> <laughs> they do press play. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, the we filmed it at the Sony Studios. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's it's so beautiful. I love going to like the movie lots. Like it just feels so like ah, this is happening. <laughs> I can't believe I'm here, and like that was definitely like just so surreal for me. Just like I'm like oh, I'm just walking to set right now, walking mm-hmm. to go film this movie, and like it was just it was such an amazing experience. Everyone was so nice. Brad Pitt is so nice. Mm-hmm. Um. I went to the premiere last Monday, I think, mm. when it was. Um, <laughs> I feel like so much has happened in this past week, but um, it was like it was just such an amazing experience. That was my first like real red carpet experience, and wow, it was a carpet, and it was it was so cool at the the Regency Theater in Westwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got to watch the movie. I've never seen it before, so that was my first time seeing it. And, um, it was, it was just like, it went by so fast. I was like, oh my gosh, that was, that was me up there. (laughs) It was fun though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so cool to see yourself on like, you know, a big screen for the first time. You're just like, oh my God, wait, that's my face. Hi. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I'm like, oh my God. Like I didn't realize that was me at first. And then (laughs) my agent with me, she was like, that was you. That was your scene. I was like, oh my gosh, it was. Like, it was like, I feel like I like blacked out or something, but it was, it was, it was so cool. It's very possible. <laughs> um, you mentioned another film that you have coming out. What's that one and what's it about? It's called Back on the Strip. It has Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, Wesley Snipes. Like, it's a Dang. full cast, like, comedians and stars. And um, it's a comedy and it's about these male strippers called the chocolate chips yes (laughs) so fun so funny and I play like a trophy wife to one of the the chocolate chips even though he's not chocolate (laughs) he's like (laughs) virgin in the movie (laughs) his name's Dr. X and my name's Bambi amazing Oh, yeah, it's, like, so funny. I wear, like, a blonde wig, and, like, I'm supposed to be, like, just, like, funny and, like, ditzy, and I have some, like, really funny dialogue, and that's, like, my biggest role that mm. I've 
had to date. So I'm really excited for that to come out. Oh, that sounds so fun. Um, well, on this show, we like to share audition stories. Now, those yeah. can be uh, sad ones or funny ones or embarrassing ones or the big one that got away. Is there okay. one that you would like to share with the listeners? <laughs> Okay, I feel like I started auditioning in person, like, not too long before the pandemic happened. Mm. I haven't had too many in-person auditions because I was still getting a lot of self-tapes. But one in-person audition I had, it was for the Kaminsky Method. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Michael Douglas. And my scene would have been with Michael Douglas, which Uh would be I love him um, and I love that show and I was so excited to go in for this casting office because they cast like Big Bang Mm -hmm. and like Young Sheldon and like a lot of like big comedy sitcom stuff which is so cool Um, and I like prepared my audition I was supposed to play like a receptionist and like walk Michael Douglas into his like doctor's appointment into the office or whatever And I had this whole thing planned. Like, I brought a little clipboard for my scene, (laughs) worked it out with my acting coach. And then, like, the casting people were like, no, just throw it all away. Just do do this instead. I'm like, like, oh, my God. I didn't really understand what they meant because I was, like, so nervous. Like, like, "Uh uh-oh, okay. And so then I literally do the same thing again. They're like, no, 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 no. Just throw it away. And they kept like stopping it letting me restart it and I must have done it like two or three times which is so cool they let me do that yeah and then like I'm like okay thank you so much and then I walk out and then one of the casting directors comes out and he's like Emelina can you please come back in here and I was like oh my gosh this is so good they really like me like they're really trying to like push me for this I didn't get it but it was just like such a cool experience to have like a fan in the room Mm -hmm. I feel like as actors we just don't ever get feedback either from casting or agents or anything we just never know why we don't get something so it was just it was cool to have that connection especially now since everything is self-taped and I I kind of wish everything was still in person because you they don't really know you well, yeah, that's the problem. And also it's like you don't get that that third or second chance of them yeah. saying, actually, no, let's let's do it a different way. I mean, that's the most fun part of auditioning is that you bring in this this character, this person that you've created, and then you get in there and then they're like, hey, why don't you do it this way instead? And you're like, oh, all right, well, let's do it that way instead. And it's just it, – it really helps the creative process. It feels like you're collaborating with someone. So I hope we all go back soon. <laughs> Yeah, I hope so too, or at least like for callbacks or in person or I don't know. I've had some live Zoom auditions, Mm -hmm. which is a little better, I think. It's better, but I feel like, you know, there's this one casting director I know, her name's Dee, and she she says that she likes to have in-person auditions because she wants to know how people smell. And it's true. (laughs) It's like, you know, you don't know. You're you're watching somebody from, you know, forever away. They could be miles and miles away and you don't know what their, like, personal hygiene is. You don't know what they're actually like. You could be putting on a face. Like, you know, the the thing about in-person auditioning auditioning is that you actually get the vibe of somebody. You get what they're really about. And I feel like when we do all of this on self-tapes all the time, it just completely takes away the personal aspect of everything. It does. I, I honestly miss it. Like, there's definitely pros and cons to both. Like, it's definitely easier sometimes to do a self-tape. Mm-hmm. Like, 
yourself um because of scheduling wise or like if you're traveling yeah but I love I like the in-person interaction and I like meeting them and them seeing me I just feel like it's more personable it totally is I want to be able to walk in and be like hey how's your daughter blah blah blah, and like actually have that connection because we see these people you know we spend so much of our lives auditioning for these same people over and over again that you eventually know them and you know their lives and they know your lives and so it's nice to be able to to have that shared experience, whereas now we're just sending it off like, gee, I wonder if uh, Emily ever watched that. And you're just like, don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? I'm like, who knows if people are watching these? I feel like sometimes they go into like an abyss yes. and like, who knows? Like, I hope they, they are. I think they are. But yeah, I don't know. Auditioning is like a love-hate mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what else is next for you? What do you want to see yourself doing? Where do you want to progress in your acting career next? Well, I would love to be a series regular on a TV show, get some guest stars. Um, Obviously, I'd love to be like a leading lady one day. I love like sci-fi and Mm. fantasy. I love period pieces. Um, I love like Game of Thrones type of stuff. Ooh, so fun. Something like that. That would be the trick. I could see that. I could see you on a Game of Thrones type of show. Yeah, I would love to be like Khaleesi or Cersei, a character like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I hope you get it and I hope it happens. And um, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Where can people follow you to keep up with all the things happening in your life? Thank you so much for having me. And you can follow me on my Instagram. It's at Emelina Adams. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, I wish you all the luck. Thank you so much, Jillian. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Emelina. If you haven't seen Bullet Train, um, go see it. It's in theaters right now. And yeah, tune in next week for another episode with another fantastic guest. And if you're not subscribed to the show, make sure you hit that subscribe button and, you know, um, leave some love for us. And we'll see you next week. And as always, thanks for coming in. Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to season one, we are thrilled to announce the launch of season two. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you, and let's make season two even more memorable together.